Good evening, good evening. It is May 10th, 2021. <laughs> it is May 10th, 2021, and we are going to give you your final, your final installment of the Positivity Wall, <laughs> Volume 20. Um, yeah, yeah, I... <sighs> When I recorded the last episode, I was really excited. I was like, man, I could record the next one right then and there. But I didn't. I waited until the next week. And uh, I didn't know if I really would record today. I was um, I was thinking I, maybe I wouldn't record. And I wasn't too sure if I would. But I have found the space and the time to record. And so we're going to record. So... There's a lot that I could, I don't know, I could say, and I could take you on this riveting ride for about an hour, like the last episode. And that's not really what I want to do. When I recorded the last episode, really it was, I felt like, like I, like I said before, I wrote 21 episodes initially, but I wanted symmetry. So it wasn't, it wasn't going to be. 21 and 19. Um, I felt like the, the last episode really spoke to everything we were working up until then. And, you know, 20 is really just the, it's just, that's it. It's just put the period on the sentence and we're, we're walking into the sunset. And so um, not going to really kind of start you with the thinking out loud. This episode starts now. This episode starts this. And um, we're just going to take you through the thought process. Like I said, uh, there will be like a, I don't know, behind, maybe the behind the positivity wall or maybe just thoughts of it. But really, I just wanted to give my my final hurrah to this. And so your positivity wall 20, the card reads as follows. You will find a way. You always do. <laughs> And so for the last time <laughs> in this positivity wall, your final card, positivity wall 20 reads as follows. You will find a way you always do. This statement is so true to my life. And we've talked about it in 19 positivity walls before we got here. We've talked about troubles, strife, the struggle. I've talked about different situations and and how I felt alone or small. And I felt like this was a perfect ending as far as this card, because it speaks to how I've gotten through all of the insanity, how I continue to push through, even when I feel like I'm alone, even when I feel like I can't make it through. This is um, the card to, to finish it up to remind me of everything that from the first card <laughs> all the way until um, <laughs> into the, into this last card, until Positivity Wall um, 20. And so as, as I take this episode to kind of take you through, we'll walk through. Um, the 19 before this 20 and kind of give you the thought process, but to, to quickly kind of give you a little bit of thought process behind you will 
find a way you always do. When the days seem long, you have always found this way or this light to push you through. It was the understanding of that you may be in darkness, but you could see the glimmer of light. And because that glimmer of light existed, you would continue to push because you knew that stopping wasn't the option because the light will eventually get bigger and you will step into it and you will be fully engulfed by its rays of, of hope and positivity and love. And, and so I could never find my way of stopping even when I wanted to. My body may want to give in, but my, my mind and my soul wouldn't allow me to. And so the question is, how, how did I find that strength? And it was because deep down in my heart, I just refused to believe that this was it. Every time I felt like I was at my limit, I, I pushed beyond that limit. And I chose to believe that that was not my limit, that there was so much more to me. And so giving up wasn't an option. Even when I was on the bottom, even when I fell to the ground and I was willing to give up, it just wasn't, it wasn't going to be enough for me. I had to do more. I had to find a way to push through. And so you will always find a way. You will find, you will find a way. You always do. Comes from that just thought process of that. No matter how tough this gets, we will find a way to push through. We will find a way to persevere. You know, I sit in a place where I believe I sit in this palace and I understand that there are beautiful flowers around me that for me to smell and for me to take in and that this prison that I, for the many times, as you hear my background ambience, I'll give you that. It's real life as we record. I'm not going to muffle it out. I'm giving you really reality. Um, the palace is mine. No prison shall exist. I wrote that down specifically to say that here. And I hope that for any of you, you, you believe and you think in the same way. You control this. You are the master of your ship. It is a palace for you to cultivate and to create into a place that is yours, into a utopia in which that you can roam free and be as excited as you need to. But at the same time, if you allow it to be a prison, it will constrict and take away the most beautiful things about you. So don't. You must remain intentional with everything that you do. So it's this reminder telling me that I didn't get to this point on this 20th one. I didn't get to this point where... Um, as I talked about with a friend recently, you know, just a lot of, I've been really busy lately with going back to work and just some of the demands of being a father and some of the demands of being a son. Like I said, I helping my mom out. I've been, you know, taking care of two households for some time. Um, I could easily slip back down that path where I just say, you know what, this is my life. This people always need something from me. I can't No, I, I take the time to be selfish. I take the time to be intentional and I actually put my foot in the ground. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to push for the things that make me happy, for the things that I want. And I can't be that way if I'm not intentional with what I do. If I just let people control my time or control 
how I move, then there is no intention towards greatness. I will slip back into that prison mentality and I won't enjoy the palace that I have constructed. So that ain't happening. I also wrote down that I was proud of myself. Um, this is really the victory lap as we end here. I'm I'm proud of myself. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. I did not think that I would be able to create this series to um, think of it. It started up as, as just some mantras that I put on the wall to really get me through a very difficult time. I never thought that I would actually write them and make them into a series. I never thought that I would, you know, produce it and actually make it into this. I didn't think it would make it into my journal here. I didn't. I really was fooling myself when I thought, okay, day one. And you can see from the first episode, first episode, this this episode is kind of an ode to it because I didn't give you <laughs> I didn't give you these segments in this form. I just literally came and, and gave you the positivity wall. And then, you know, as I wrote the second and the rest of them, I was like, let's put it into a better format. I wanted to to create something that had some type of segmentation and uh, some type of alignment. I wanted it to be better. And not just because... I wanted masses to see it, but I wanted it to be something that could be digested for centuries to come. Because, <laughs> like I said, people, this is my legacy. I'm leaving it here digitally um, as far as what I can do with my voice. Um, you know, as far as my son, I, I I leave my legacy with him as I work harder to, to do that. Continue to face uncertain times. Uncomfort, uncomfortable times and uncomfortable moments and do it with a smile. <laughs> I don't know, because like I said, it's been 19 of them and, and I would only, uh, the rule I've had with this series is that I've only listened to each episode once after I posted just to make sure I didn't, you know, kind of sounded right. It didn't look crazy or whatever. Minus like some sirens or stuff like that. Just making sure it was okay. I didn't really listen to all of it, I guess. But um, I don't know. I've probably said love without limits. Um, the foundation of that, and, and this could have easily been this love without limits was like the 21st um, card. And really it came from a few years ago where I had this moment where I saw myself putting on the mask. I was standing in the mirror and I started to tear up because I felt like I was a liar. Like I'm going out into the world like all of us do. And we put on this mask, but at the same time, people believe that they know me or they know a good portion of me. And they don't even, <laughs> I'm just giving you a wall. Um, I'm giving you a side of me. And a lot of us do it, but I didn't feel comfortable with it because I didn't want to be that way. I wanted to be completely free. And I had let the world and my environment that I grew up in shackle me to believing that was good enough when it wasn't. It wasn't good enough for me. It wasn't good enough for the moment. And so I remember making a commitment to myself and saying, um, I, I, I'm paraphrasing this poem, but you know, for times, uh, for some time that I can remember, the mask has been my comfort. I have run to it to dispense all 
rumors, all truths, all lies. Uh, the mask is the place where I hide. Um, you believe that you are getting all of me when you are only getting a side. The wall is what I've given you. It's where I hide. Wow. Whoever is, uh, they're going after, I pray for them. I hope they're okay. But, um, basically to this day, I reclaim who I am. I am willing to walk and be free so that I can understand him to love without limits is my goal. It is the task I seek to make me whole. And so <laughs> I give you a bit of poetry here. <laughs> Sorry. And I was, I was paraphrasing. I, I think it was probably prettier when I wrote it down, but I, you know, I hit you with the, with the open mic, you know, Shazam, Shazam. What do we do? But the, the term love without limits came from this, this place of where um, I do everything with love and to basically give you what that means, you know, um, seeing as that was the 21st card that I just didn't allow. It's just that if I do something for somebody I care about, or even if I don't, even if it's a stranger, I'm doing it for, I'm doing it the same way I would do it for my mother, my son, my sister, my father, for the person closest to my heart that I care about. I will treat you in that same level of love with that same regard. And I will do that. And if you are lying to me, if you are misrepresenting yourself, if you are taking from me, I will not run to hate. I will not run to anger or contempt. I will sit, I will reflect, and I will never forget what you did. You will lose your keys to me. You will lose access to my grace. Um, but it will not stop me from loving in the way that I love because to love without limits is loving openly and purely and not being afraid to do it, not being afraid of how it looks, how it feels. Um, and it doesn't mean being stupid. It doesn't mean just giving people your love. It means to do it without uh, predisposition. So you go to a gas station, a man's outside, he's asking you for money. Are you judging him before you give him your money? Are you judging him and you're not giving your money? It's, it's the same kind of notion. If I choose, if I feel on my heart that day to, to go in my pocket and give him cash, then there is no explanation he needs to give me. He just needs to know that I see him and then I pray for him. And once again, we it's I record when all these sirens are going. But um, to love without limits means you're doing it because you're doing something with love and with your grace, and you don't expect anything in return. And that was the commitment that I made to myself. So for the last thing that I kind of wrote, um, because like I said, this episode was really just one is, is just like an open mic. I didn't really write much. I wrote some notes. That was really the last note was the love without limits. <laughs> and live by that. Learn to love without limits because I think within me, I didn't realize for the longest time that I was doing it without even realizing it. I think where I learned to realize it was when I stopped getting angry, when people gave me their ass to kiss, uh, I would show them my grace. I would be courteous to them and be grateful and show them my best and they would show me their worst. And what I learned about that is you don't keep going to that same door. If people are not willing to show you respect, you reflect, you remember, and you never forget and you move on. 
And so I'm not a fool. I'm not a dummy anymore about that kind of stuff. And I won't be. I refuse to be. It's just not who I am. So, you know, Love Without Limits, that would have been your 21st card. We'll walk you through your first 19. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're loved. We talk about this one every episode. We'll end this one the same way. We'll end it with these uh, three because I think it's very important. Um, it encapsulates the the strength that I needed to get through. Um, without these three statements, I wouldn't get to the 20th where I tell you, you will find a way and you always do. And it's so true. So one in 20 to me are very important together because it's the beginning and the end. That's why there is no 21. I think to love without limits um, is shown in each episode. And so it all kind of, I don't know, it all kind (laughs) of worked itself out for me in the end um, because it all, it's all true. Um, To start, you have to be amazing. You have to be beautiful. You have to be loved. You have to know that. And to get from one to 20, you have to love without limits because I wouldn't have made it to 20 if I wasn't willing to love myself without the limits. If I would have limited myself, I would have never made it to 20. And then to 20, you will find a way. You always do. So two, stop beating yourself up. We all fall. We all lose. Continue to lead by speaking from your heart. (laughs) You know, work is is interesting now because I find that little speaker in the corner telling me that, you know, can you do this? Are you sure? And I just have to remember, keep going, keep going. If you seek life, then live. If you seek love, then love. Oh, man, Uh, this episode, (laughs) just thinking of the title makes me smile. Um, Positivity Wall 3. It's so true. For so long, hiding in the shadows and just observing and not really living, um, you have to be willing to do the most spontaneous things to get the most spontaneous reactions. And I, I, when I think about this episode, I think about a few weeks ago when I asked someone to go to dinner with me who told me no, um, a, a woman that I think is awesome. And I look at this episode that you have to get off the bench if you want to play. You just do. You can't sit in, in the background because you're afraid or you're worried about stuff. This is another one of those episodes that speaks in abundance. It's an abundance mentality episode. You taught yourself restraint. <laughs> you thought it was your greatest tool, opening up your heart. That is your greatest tool. Positivity wall four. I wouldn't be another episode where I wouldn't be where I am today completing the positivity wall if I did not find this out about myself, if I didn't learn that restraint wasn't who I was, but actually opening up, being vulnerable, being me and saying that I do not care how it looks, (laughs) I'm willing to look stupid because it makes me the best me. Smile big and bright, even through loss, your will can't be crushed, only you can stop you. Um, Comes back to that little voice, comes back to remembering that no external force in the environment that I am can control or move me. I control and move me. And if I'm willing to fight and be intentional with my movements, I won't even stop me. There's so much, um, so much that I can do. Positivity wall six, speak kind words to yourself. You don't give yourself enough credit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this is, this is palace versus prison mentality right here. 
um, reminding yourself of the flowers that are around you that bloom, reminding yourself that you create this ship. You are controlling it. You are the captain of this ship. You are the master of your happiness. And what are you doing with that? Positivity wall seven. Pain doesn't define you. It's not your load to carry. Break from this place. Onward and upward, it's the only way. Um, a reminder that even though we go through pain, even though that we experience such um, traumatic experiences, it does not stop here. There is so much more for us to do, and the only way to get there is by pushing onward and upward. And that's the only way. <laughs> Positivity Wall 8. Watch the word you say. I ask that you choose. As you shed the word can't, there is always a choice. This one right here, Positivity Wall 8, this was a this was a game changer for me in the way that I had a friend. This this um this one right here specifically comes from a conversation I had with a friend where uncomfortable places or that wall that I built that I reinforced made me start to believe that. I couldn't do something and can't became a part of my vocabulary when, when really it was choose. I have every right to choose. And I was choosing this set of unhappiness and I had to go find my happiness. There is always a choice. Even when you feel like the odds are against you, you can just say effort. And, and I learned that with family and friends where people were taking up my time and I was always just doing what they need me to do. And then when I decided to take a step back, and then not be that light for everybody else. <laughs> oh boy, boy, how did that go? I don't, I don't think it was. I don't think it was pretty, but it was good for me, you know. <laughs> you know, ten smile. You're amazing. Keep fighting on tough days. Someone is watching, cheering you on each day. This one is dedicated to those out there who get up every day, you bust your ass, and you keep going, even though you're not too sure, should I really do this? Should I Should I really, should I really, should, should I really do it? You should, because someone is watching and cheering you on each day because they see how amazing you are. And um, that's why you should keep going. And then, hey, I demand my slice of joy. <laughs> Nothing will keep me from my peace. This was this was important. This was me putting my foot down and saying, I demand my slice of joy. And nothing's going to stop me from getting there. Um, no friend, no family, no foe, no environment, no Jemiah. Um, I can see the pathway that I need. And I have to be better. I have to do what is necessary. Um, and I think I've probably said them out of order from how I've saved them. <sighs> yeah, I have. So I'm sorry with the numbers. So I'm not, <laughs> I should have looked at my header. My header's telling me, so I'm all out of order, but, uh, compliments or gifts learn to accept them. Very important here. I didn't know how to take compliments. I still struggle with it, but I've learned to say the two words that are important when I am receiving that gift. Thank you. If you do not know how to take compliments like me, learn those two words. And when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel like, uh, say thank you. The way you feel about yourself does not reflect on anyone else. <laughs> okay. They're going to like you for who you are regardless. You need to remember that. Push yourself into the uncomfortable. Breathe. You will find your way. 
The reward is growth. Um, it speaks about the uncomfortable times. It speaks about reminding myself that there is, I am going to jump into the deep end. That voice inside myself is going to tell me you can't swim. You're not going to do it. You're going to drown, but just take a breath. Well, hopefully you took a deep breath before you jumped in the water, but you know, take a breath to remember that by doing this, the reward is the satisfaction of conquering. And, and it could be a fear. It could be a challenge. It could be whatever it needs to be for you. That is what this is about. Um, that was 14 because I'm looking at my headers as I've marked them now. I'm not just reading them in order. I thought I was reading them in order, but my computer's taking me out of order. I'm sorry. As you continue to grow, you will feel uncomfortable. It's normal to feel this way. Keep going. I believe in you. Even as you hit that wall and you feel like, I don't know, maybe I should turn back. Do not turn back. There is so much for you as long as you believe. Okay, this is 16. Moments will test your resolve. Don't stop pushing forward your love. And like I said, another reinforcement on that. Okay, just when you feel like the moment is too large for you, remember you're, you belong. You are worth the moment and you're so much more and you have to just keep going. 17, I have learned that happiness starts with you. I choose joy. I, you know, I, I always looked at happiness as an external factor, never looked at it as it started with me. Um, and, and I've spent time learning this over the last seven years. And this was a very key one to me because, like I said, you know, on my wedding day, I was 25, I felt alive. It was the first time in my life I felt like I was just happy, and and and, and it shouldn't have took that. But if I would have been more aware, or at least understanding that I have a seat at this table because it's my table, instead of allowing the external environment of which I came, I grew up in, that told me that no, you don't have a seat at this table uh, to trick me. Well, hey, I would have, I would have made it. But the biggest important thing here is is that. I choose joy. <laughs> 18, follow your heart. Beautiful moments occur when you are vulnerable and free. You just got to keep going. You got to trust in yourself that even though this is uncomfortable and it hurts a little bit, you're going the right way. And as it spoke to about restraint, about opening your heart, when you're vulnerable and free, beautiful things happen. 19, perfection isn't real. Speak life into your goals. Be kind to yourself, pushing towards your greatness. This, to me, is the perfect ending um, to the really, you know, to where I kind of give you really good stories of the positivity wall and reminding me that I'm never going to be at 100%. <laughs> um, and that if I want something, I got to push myself towards it. But I need to be doing that while I'm being kind to myself. <clears throat> and, you know, you will find your way. You always do. Like I said, the palace mentality, an abundance mentality, being intentional and um, to sprinkle on top to to do that. I have to love without limits. And so that has been that's been your positivity walls. Every one of them has taken me from the start of where we started at one. And I'm sorry, I got a, a little mixed up because I didn't look at the headers, but. Yeah, I, they're all in there. 
uh, up to where we got. And, and like I said, from you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're loved at one to you will find a way you always do at 20. In between all of that has come this fabric of taking the steps necessary to heal my heart, to find a better way for myself, to face uncomfortable situations, to <clears throat> to not give myself such a hard time, but to actually push myself in the direction that I want for myself, not for anyone else, but just for me. I'll give you why and the call to close next. <sighs> so yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's getting to me because I'm like, wow, this is this is it. Um, but it's not the last episode I record, it's just the last of this series. I'm just when I say I really didn't think I would do it. I didn't think I would do it. So my why, my final why in this series. Um, and there'll be a few. <laughs> um, one is me. I wanted to illustrate, you know, in an auditory type of way, what I was really thinking when I made these. Um, when I first created the Positivity Wall, when I had my first 10 up, I thought, you know, maybe I should write poems to them. You know, the cards, I could, I could explain the card and what it means to me in poems. And I may still do that. But then when I wrote 11 and 12, I was like, I don't, I don't know if this should be poems. But then when I wrote 13, I was like, nah, this needs to, I need to make this into the pod. I need to, this needs to have some type of audio setting. I need to put this in my audio journal. And and 13 for those, um, you know, because I did mix them up before, compliments or gifts, learn to accept them. I thought that was a big one for me because I didn't know how, I spent so much time beating up on myself because of um, the, the environment that I was around that told me I wasn't good enough to make me start to believe it. So it's kind of like, if you're going to, I don't know any of you who plant flowers, but if you're going to plant flowers, if you take, um, <laughs> the worst pesticide for them and you literally put it in the flower bed, water it and let it soak into the soil, your plant's going to die. And that was kind of how my heart was and my soul was. It was like, I spent a lot of time being ridiculed and told I was this, I wasn't that. So I really started to believe it to the point where it became gospel. And I grew up and I became a grown man and I believed it. And so at 35 years old, I've had to unpack. And even before now, I would say in the last five years, I had to unpack a lot of things that were just wrong, <laughs> just wrong in general. And so number one for why I did this was me. I did it for me. Um, because I felt like it needed to be put in a place that I could actually come back to use it for myself if I needed it. Um, and then the wall would become so much more. It's not just a wall now. It's a series that lives and breathes. And um, two was my son. Um, having these audio journals that one day he will be able to listen to and he will be able to hear. He can have 
kind of a thought process into what I was experiencing or what I've been through and why I push him so hard when um, at times he doesn't understand why I'm, I take extra uh, levels of care about certain things. I do it because I want him to be the best version of himself. I want him to feel loved and feel like he's in an environment of which he is free to make mistakes, that I am his safety net, and that's what parents are supposed to be. Three, and the final reason why I made um, this series, I didn't expect my, um, I expected to make this series in the in the dark of night, honestly. I didn't expect that I would start, I would get on, I would be unemployed <laughs> in which I would make a series and in, in that series, start making different um, content. So I, I reference, I think like, the Valentine's Day episode, situationships versus relationships, like those two episodes that really had different kind of content. It was, I guess, maybe a little bit more thought provoking. And I don't know if this is, I just know that it wasn't as serious. It was lighter. It showed more my funny side and not as serious. And I didn't expect to start having a little bit more attention. Our, Our ears come to the table. I thought that just like all the rest of my episodes, like if you go back to my first season, there was some really depressing content in there. (laughs) Some content that, you know, I just, I'm coming off the top of my dome. And I was telling you how I felt in that moment. And that's what this has been for me. Um, I think in the last four months, I used this space to really, you know, show myself that I could write, I could produce the content. I could really do amazing things and I could, I could easily go and make another podcast and make it awesome. I don't, I really don't care because it would have to be, I'd have to do it with someone and it had to be fun. I don't want to talk about serious subjects. <laughs> uh, I'd rather do it here in my own space where I could say and do what I want. Um, the following count is low. The listener count is low. So I'm not going to get in trouble because there are not enough voices, but I think the third part was for the person who may come across one of these episodes one day and they like the title and they think, oh, that font's cool, which that's why I picked that font. I like it too. And they're like, oh, let's see what this is about. And I start them off and they're listening to like the first five minutes and they want to turn it off. (laughs) But they decide, you know what? I ain't got nothing to do for the next hour. I'm going to listen to this whole thing. And they walk away from it and they agree. They disagree. Or they have some feelings that resonate with this. I made this for the person who feels alone right now. The person who wants to die right now. The person who's sad, the person who feels like they're not enough. I'm here to remind you that you are, because if I am still kicking, if I'm still going through all the, crap that I've dealt with, you can do it too. So myself, my son, and for that person who feels invisible, because just like you, I know what it's like to sit in a restaurant and think no one can see me and feel like no one can see me until that little old lady sits right beside me in a bar where there's 10 seats between her and me, and she just chooses to sit by me. And it's because the universe sent her to remind me that I'm not alone. So if you listen to this, 
if you feel like you're alone, I'm telling you from wherever you are in the world, from a good old Florida boy, <laughs> you are not alone. And if you need um, someone to talk to, um, <laughs> if you don't have that in your life, just go to Instagram, JDR Creatives. <laughs> just send me a message. I would love to talk to you. Okay, no matter what, um, in the next few months, my social media presence may decline, but that one part of my social media will stay. And the reason why I say that is because uh, today I, I had a, a rant, a beautiful rant on Snapchat, and I just thought about it like, you know, I don't even need this anymore. I want to delete it, you know. But, you know, my, my poetry account will always stay active to me. I think it's a place that cultivates the artist in me, and I'm going to let that stay. But if you ever feel like you're alone, if you ever feel like you just don't fit and you need someone to talk to and you feel like no one's listening, just just send me a DM. Promise you I'll answer it. Promise you I'll message you back. I might send you a voice note. might send you a funny meme. But we need you. <laughs> we need you. And I say that to you because I never had anyone saying that to me in dark moments where I wanted to just end it in dark moments where I just thought, you know what, if I was gone, would it matter? I'm saying it to you, whoever you are that listens to it on the other end. Yeah, we need you. Hell yeah, we do. We need your thought process. We need your smile. We need your laugh. We need your smart ass jokes. We need your grace. Whatever you give, no matter how small you feel it is, we need that. So that's why I made this positivity wall into a series that was audio. I didn't just decide to make it poems. I decided to challenge myself. The uncomfortable space started when I decided to turn this microphone on and made the first episode, I published it, and I said, I'm coming back next week, and I did it. And I did it for 20 weeks back-to-back -back when I got laid off and I wrote that I would record for all of um, 2021. I did not think I would record for 20 weeks straight. The truth is I've recorded longer than 20 weeks. I think it's been about 26 weeks because I have other episodes that I recorded on. I made a commitment to myself, and I did it. I did it because I needed to. Recording during my time of unemployment gave me something to look forward to in a time where I had so much to do for my family and there was all types of parts and pieces of me getting pulled away and I wasn't feeling like I was being who I needed to be. This space allowed me to remind myself, go choose your happiness, go demand it, go take it, go do it. If there is something in your life that makes you happy, that you feel like you're not getting enough time with it, go fucking do it. Do it for me. Do it for you. Okay? In a pandemic, when I was unemployed, I bought a $2,700 camera with lenses. Okay? When I could have bought this shit years ago when I had free-flowing money, and I did it. And you know what? It was the best decision of this pandemic. You know why? Because going to the beach and taking pictures of the sunset made me happy. <laughs> and I will be an amazing photographer. I will get even better. Because look, people, think about my photography. I'm not even touching the photos. 
I might um it might be like simple edits like to bring the light up, the brightness up. That's it. I'm not even using Photoshop. I'm not doing nothing like that. So imagine when I finally get all the tools. I'm just cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap. So I had to pay that off and, you know, I, now we invested in saving money, but I'm going to buy the Photoshop for myself for my birthday next month. I bought a lens for myself a few days ago. It comes tomorrow. It's a, a zoom lens. I needed the zoom lens. Um, cause Ryan started soccer and I want to take some shots out there. If I was to leave you with something as we're calling to close, it would be remember why you're here. There are a lot of people going to tell you why you're here, but you are here to work so you can live. Do not live to work. I have spent years of my life living to work, doing it because I thought that's what the world needed of me. Like I had to work just to, to be something. And I became so lost in that, that now I'm working at a job that people want to know who I am outside of the work. And that's just staggering to me. Like, oh, you really care? (laughs) Be more. Be more for yourself. Be more for for the possibilities of the next time you get to do something amazing for the next person that you get to touch with your spirit, with your grace, be more. How do you do it? You love without limits, (laughs) love yourself without limits, love everyone without limits, be smart, reflect. Don't forget. (laughs) Don't let people walk over you like you're a rug, but don't, Don't sit in this life thinking that when people wrong you, that you have to get them back or that you just have to, oh no, like move the way you want to be swift, be cautious, but at the same time, just love without limits. Know that you sometimes will be the better person. Now, some would say you go low, we go to hell. And I have some days where I feel like that. (laughs) But be who you know to be. Don't let people take you out of your character because you're worth so much more. And so this episode was was a a good feel to kind of walk you through and make you understand how we got from 1 to 20. I'm so thankful for any of you who've listened, um, as you will hear in my... um, you know, my final, you know, address. It's been a fun as series, but it's been challenging sometimes um, to to create this content. It comes from a place that's a very an emotional place. And like I said, there's some days I didn't want to do it. I was I was afraid when I got to. I would say probably episode 10 from 10 to 15. It was real tough some weeks because. I just didn't feel like, I just felt like, ugh, what does it matter? This doesn't matter. I'm so glad that I found the strength to keep going. I found the strength to, to keep pushing through because in the end, um, it was so worth it. <laughs> and 
I'm so thankful to each and every one of you who have enjoyed it or listened to it. Even if you haven't enjoyed it, I have enjoyed this and I'm ready to write another chapter. Um, next episode that I will record will be the parent episode, which I've delayed and pushed off, but now I'm ready to record it. And then after that, I think we will have a little fun. I think the parent episode will be like the really last serious episode I do for at least the next month. When we get to June, there's a serious episode I got to do in June. And then we'll just stagger it. Another lost episode's coming. Um, that'll be fun. I just look forward to recording and, and not recording to a schedule. I don't really like schedules when it comes to my art. I like to be free flowing and just show up. So this has been a real commitment of excellence for me, the positivity wall. And I got to give myself flowers and I got to dust my shoulder off to tell you that to do this 20 straight weeks, to stay committed to not missing a week, even when I wanted to miss weeks, speaks to me committing myself to this project. And so as I call to close, <laughs> I want to thank myself for being fucking amazing. I want to thank all of you for being who you are and being fucking amazing. But no matter where you are, no matter where you sit tonight or what you're doing, how you feel, I want you to remember three things. And I said for the last time, <laughs> I honestly don't want to say it because I don't want to go. <laughs> Could you imagine right now beside and be like, oh, it's time to go. I never thought in the last five years I would ever record such a body of work as I have. And I never thought that I would just write poetry and, and share my soul. I never thought that I would get on this mic and share my soul. And I'm still in the dark because I'm, I'm not hiding, but I don't actively push this like I could. But I'm so glad that I didn't give up. I'm so glad that I kept pushing. Thank you, Lord, for the strength to do it. Thank you, Ryan, for being an amazing son. Wherever you are, people, whatever you're going through, know three things. You are amazing. You are beautiful. And you are loved. <laughs> yeah. So we have... We have come to the place that as this started, I didn't know if I was going to actually get here, to be truthfully honest. I, as a creative at times, have a lot of open projects. <laughs> Even now, I have a book that needs to be finished and is about 15 poems away from being finished. And I'm just smiling. But what I wanted to say is, if you made it to the end, you listen to the whole series from the bottom of my heart i thank you and i appreciate you listening and taking the journey with me but i'm going to speak to myself for just a moment and say that i'm proud of you jim i'm proud of you and i thank you for sharing your light for being vulnerable and not allowing the fear at times of how it looks or how it sounds keep you 
from, you know, stopping this whole train. Because there's many times during this series that I have thought, you know what, I'm done. I'm sharing too much. I'm saying too much. And it's because I forgot why I did this. I didn't make this pod because I made it because of the world. And because I wanted people to hear. I made this pod for two reasons. One, so that my life or my legacy will always live on. That I'm not a blip in time because that's what people can be. But I'm actually here forever. And then two, if I could reach one person, whoever listens, if I could reach you and I could make you think about your day and make you smile or make you think and not give up and allow you to have the strength to keep going, that you could see that you're not alone, that we are all in this, no matter where you listen to me at, no matter where you are in the world, we are, we're in this together. We just need to remember it. So as I close out, this wonderful and amazing series, this work that I've done to write it, to produce it, to make it happen. It's been work and it's been a blast. It's been so amazing. And um, I think the the after show will come. We'll call it behind the positivity wall. (laughs) But from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And um, If I was to leave you with something, you know what I'm going to leave you with. You are amazing. You are beautiful. And you are loved. Thank you so much for listening to the Positivity Wall. She knows it.